you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. so funny um we well we always chat before we actually start recording but we really were just um on another podcast which we're really excited about we were guests and it was a super fun um recording with uh justin from he one is like the owner of lead health and then um he has a podcast called behind the scrubs so um it was really fun to be on that with him yeah we're so we're so excited to be um, featured on his podcast and he's so nice yeah. and we were just saying like we should totally have him on ours too because yeah we want to hear about his story but yeah he's all he's amazing we had a great time being on, so seriously yeah we'll post yeah. about that like where you can listen and stuff when mm-hmm. he when he posts our our uh, episode yeah and we'll um <laughs> literally just absolutely had a full brain fart oh my god um We'll definitely have him on. I, I think that's what I was going to say. I think he'll be a great. Good God. Um, it's been a day, guys. It's It's been a day for me. Um, but it's fine. I'm trying to find a solution for it, and things are going to be better. But this week, um, we have a different guest. <laughs> like, um, yeah, we're actually really... I mean, we're excited for all of our guests, but I think she's going to be super awesome. We are having a Brandy Pinkerton, who is a travel nurse mentor. Um, she runs Travel Nurse 101, or Trav Nurse 101, um, technically, and is just like such an awesome resource for travel nurses in general and has been doing it forever. She'll tell us her whole story, but we're super stoked to have her on today um, and get to pick her brain. <laughs> Yeah, she just has so much experience. She's like, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And we met her at TravCon also. Mm-hmm. And she was just giving us like little snippets of it. And I was like, what? You're amazing. Um, definitely someone yeah. we both look up to a lot. And funny enough, Emily, you like worked with her briefly. Yeah, she sounded, so I like, met, we met her at TravCon and I was like, you look and sound so familiar to me. Um, and so we... I mean, we found out she's NICU, so that's a pretty small world in general. And then um, nailed it down to we worked at the same hospital in Colorado Springs. Like, basically, like, when I started there, she was a travel nurse there. So It's um, so full circle, honestly. It really it's so is. cute because you were just, like, a little baby. Mm-hmm. And it she really was. was a travel nurse. It's so wild. And I, like, really didn't know what travel nursing was, like, at all yeah. in 2015. It was such a different time so weird and now it's like everywhere but like I actually had no idea so it's just it is coming full circle and then I started to realize like oh this sounds this sounds pretty damn great um and now we like talk about it all the time (laughs) on our own podcast (laughs) that's crazy yeah guys hope you guys um enjoy 
our interview with Brandy. I think it's going to be a really good one. You know what? It's 3 a.m. and you go into your patient's room. You don't want to wake them up with the bright overhead lights, but you need to turn on a light to see what the hell you're doing. Now there's a solution. You have to try Lumify's Unite Light. I love my Unite Light. Seriously, a game changer if you work the night shift like we have for years. It's super small and clips to your scrub top, has three different color settings, and emits enough light to illuminate your workspace, check IV sites, vent checks, honestly, you name it, in the middle of the night. The Unite Light was created by healthcare workers, our amazing friends Jen and Anthony over at Lumify, for healthcare workers. You can get your own Unite Light or anything in the Lumify marketplace for 10% off with our discount code DODPODLUMIFY. That's D-O-D-P-O-D-L-U-M-I-F-Y to get 10% off your order today. I was just going to say that you started a new assignment. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Okay, perfect. I did. Absolutely. I just did a couple weeks ago and I'm doing a seasonal planned at my home children's hospital here in Texas. They don't use travel nurses, so it's a little bit of a different dynamic, but I wanted to be back close um, to my family for the holidays and this was the perfect way to, to do that. So, That's so nice. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is really cool. Um. And it's only two shifts a week instead of our normal three shifts a week for traveling. So it's amazing. Oh, oh my God, I, I need to do that. <laughs> that sounds and, ideal. I know. And then you can pick up extra if you want to, you know, kind of on your own terms. So that's great. But I do not have time doing, um, you know, the Travel Nurse 101 thing and the mentoring and educating new travelers. I That is taking up so much of my time. And so yeah, it's perfect I that it's... Imagine. Can you... And is that only because you're doing it at your home hospital or because... Like, have you ever done a contract, a two shift a week contract anywhere else? I haven't. Okay. No, at, traditionally as a travel nurse, they haven't offered that. You know, it's just been your full time yeah. stuff. So, because I'm like, I need that in my life, like right yeah. now. But I don't know. That's like not really a thing. Well, That'd and the perfect. problem is too. Yeah, they don't give you in your benefits like a travel nurse company does either. So that's kind of hard if you're mm. depending on that travel. You know, that insurance. And then you got to work full-time hours from your travel nurse company to be able to get your insurance and stuff, unless you can find them outside of your company, you know, which a lot of people do. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are you working like as a traveler through, is it through the hospital itself? And that's how it works? It is. Yes. It's just, they don't, it's an internal traveler program. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Which is really cool. Yeah. I love that. That is great. Yeah. Well, this is the lovely voice of Brandy. Hi, <laughs> Welcome guys. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. Oh, my I'm gosh. So Do you want to? Yeah. Tell us a, a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you so much for having me, girls. I've been listening to your podcast and had the pleasure of meeting y'all at TravCon. And so I've been keeping up with you since then. And um, But I'm Brandy. I have been a nurse for, my goodness, 20 years next month, guys, which oh I can't God. even believe it's like time does fly when you're having fun so um it's been it's been an amazing ride to say the least for the last 20 years but I primarily did NICU at a big children's hospital here in Texas it's a big level 400 private bed unit for 10 years and just did that and just loved my babies and fell in love with the NICU world started there as a new grad so that was awesome 
And um, then after that, I um, transferred to our critical care float pool where I floated between NICU, PICU, ER, CV, ICU. So that was really cool. I got to float every day to a different unit within our hospital and um, whoever needed help that day, that's where I would go. So I just learned so much by having that role and, and getting to learn so much by doing that. And then I've also been a travel nurse as well and a flight nurse. And most recently, I've been doing education and mentoring new travelers. So just a ton of experience and I've enjoyed every second of it. That's incredible. Thank Seriously. you. <laughs> That's like so much experience. It's just like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like you're, you must be like a very well-rounded nurse. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've grown in so much by doing all of it, and it's been amazing. Um, just, I think everything happened for a reason, and I started out how I was supposed to, and just kind of gone from there, and it really gave me everything I needed to be successful as a travel nurse and as a transport nurse, flight nurse as well. Absolutely. Um, and how so how long were you a nurse before you started doing flight nursing and was it NICU specific it was NICU PICU flight nursing and long story short it was at a um, children's hospital where I ended up as a travel nurse and just fell in love with the area and always knew I was like okay I would love to live here permanently if the situation ever arises and you know COVID hit and it really um it it messed up our travel nurse industry in the NICU world quite a bit. Like we had a really interesting like outcome from that. The census was really low. And so it was a perfect time for me to hang up my traveling shoes for a little while and go staff. So I went back staff for about a year and a half in Montana and got to do their NICU and PICU transport, which was amazing. Like the coolest job ever for sure. So, and I did that. Um, I'd had about... I guess 17 and a half, 17, 17 and a half years of experience at that point when I was able awesome. to do transport. Wow. And so that was always a goal of mine, you know, I mean, early on as a nurse, I was like, I want to be a transport nurse when I grow up. And so I'm so glad that I was able to do that and to check that box off. I love that. That was always like my goal when I started in the NICU. I was like, I want to do transport. And it kind of like that desire kind of dwindled over time, but I always thought that I needed to like do it right then, right then. And like, I have, you know, some friends that have worked in the NICU and then she's worked in other places, but she's always wanted to go back and she's always wanted to be a flight nurse, but she like feels like it's too late. And it's no, definitely yeah. not. See, so. I'm the perfect example of that. I mean, goodness, I... I'm trying to think I was like almost 38 years old when I decided to do it. And, you know, it is hard on your body being older, doing it. There's a lot of strict physical requirements and stuff, but Hey, it makes you stay young and you're never too old to set a new goal or to have a new dream. So I always tell the old people, older people, (laughs) excuse me, who, who say, you know, Hey, I want to start travel nursing, but I feel like I'm too old or I want to do this. And you're, it's never too late. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And I think your goals can change too. Like I feel the same way as Emily, where that was always something that I wanted to do was be a transport nurse. But then I feel like the more experience I get, I actually get more intimidated by it because I'm, I feel like I thought when I, you know, when you, I first became a NICU nurse, like it seemed like such a faraway goal. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how do they know like all these different things? And it must be so hard. 
And now I've been in a nurse for about six and a half years. And I do feel confident in bedside and everything, but it still scares me. Like I just am, am intimidated by it. So I think that's kind of what holds me back more than anything. But who's who's to say that like maybe in another like five, 10 years, like maybe I'll be like, eh, now's the time. <laughs> exactly. You never know. And, you know, I feel like um, – all of my experience kind of led me up to that. It's kind of funny. I tell people the first time that I applied, I did as a transport nurse and it was not at the same facility and I had not been a nurse nearly as long or had the experience that I do have now, but I interviewed my very first time and I didn't get it. And I was like, oh my goodness, like it really, really kind of was a little bit of a setback for me, I thought, but that's when I decided to go do travel nursing and which I feel like after traveling, I have just grown so much as a nurse and it just changed me so much and my confidence level is like so much higher. And so when I did apply that second time, like I, I got it, you know what I mean? So it was, it was definitely, everything happened how it was meant to be for me, for sure. Yeah. That's, and that's such a good point too, about traveling, making you just like such a more confident person in every aspect. Like I feel the same way. It's helped me um, be able to just like get in, go into any environment and meet new people, like whether it's at work or, you know, socially or just feeling comfortable being alone and like in a new city and yeah, just so many different things that it helps you with and being thrown into a new environment at work and you're fine. Like, I agree. It's a, yeah, absolutely. It's empowering. Like it really is. I feel like a totally, we talk about this all the time, but I feel like a totally different person than when I, like before I traveled, like I was just such a little, like so nervous and like more shy and everything. But now I'm just like, no, like I really can handle anything, you know? And if I don't, and I don't know everything, but I'll ask, you know, yeah. and it, it's an empowering experience for sure. It totally I is. couldn't agree. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And what's, this is little off topic, but I'm thinking about going back and doing a travel contract, Randy, um, down in the Springs, um, at, with all the girls from Memorial, essentially now the new children's. Um, so I'm like super excited to go back and like potentially work with them again. And, um, I was, I saw my friend, uh, Tana a couple weeks ago and I was like, hey, do you remember Brandy and Pinkerton? She was like, yes, I do. And so it was just a really cool, um, that little is connection awesome. that we have. I know such a small world, you know, that, um, Colorado Springs was my very first travel nursing assignment and they made it That's such awesome. a great experience. I just love them. And, you know, Tana was a transport nurse. And so uh -huh. I obviously looked up to her and as well when I was there and it was just a great experience. And I'm so thankful for that. They always were like, Hey, you should come back. And I would mm -hmm. totally love to go back. And the area is amazing. There's so much fun stuff to do there yeah. too. And I loved it. it. It could not have been a better experience, especially as a first time traveler. That's so cool. I forgot that you said it was your first time because that was my first nursing job. And it, like you started there essentially, I think like when I started there as a tiny baby nurse. So that's just like really so neat. Cute. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. It was so fun. I love that. And I love that we just like bumped into you at TravCon. We were just like in line at your booth. And then you guys were kind of looking at each other like you look a little familiar. I just like, looked at you and I was like, I just feel like I, <laughs> I know you somehow. You have that <laughs> face. I don't talk to anybody. So, I mean, I'm not scared 
So I was probably just talking y'all's ear off right away because that's what I do. But yeah, I met so so many amazing people at TriveCon. I cannot wait to go back. I'm already like, it's like the minute we left, we already want to go back. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like next year is going to be even better too. I can't it wait. It is. Because now and we're all friends, you know. Exactly. And I've already heard some rumors and there's definitely going to be so many amazing things. And it's, and it's going to be bigger and better than last year for sure. Oh, We better see some like... of you guys there. <laughs> I know. Exactly. All of our listeners, um, we better see you there. I mean, I'm going to have to prepare myself, I think, for a while <laughs> for it again because I, I was rough. <laughs> Like my recover, yeah. Like Hannah and I recovered for like a straight up week after that. So <laughs> that's gonna be fun. I didn't get to have as much fun as you girls at night because I had to do my booth and then I had a speaking presentation. But once I got that done, I was like, okay, I'm ready to have fun now. So next yeah, year will be even better. Be like sleep deprived or hungover for like if you're speaking. <laughs> Yes. And it was at 10 a.m. And so literally like the night before, I was like so nervous. I'm not a great public speaker. And this was my first time to really, really have that role and in front of that many people. So I was super nervous. But next year, I'm very hopeful to be able to get in front of the newbies, hopefully in the newbie boot camp and talk to them a little bit more. That is like my jam. You know, I love talking. That'll be way easier. And I think much easier for me to speak on just since it's what I'm so passionate about. So that's, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. What was your talk about this year? It was becoming part of the aeromedical team. It's not just for nurses, which was amazing to talk about flight nursing too. But since I only did it a year and a half, you know, and very specifically did NICU and PICU transport, I wasn't at a super big advantage. You know, I felt like talking um, up there and there were a lot of adult nurses in there that had questions about ICU and ER Mm. and kind of what that role looked like for them coming from those areas. And so it went really well and it was great. I had an amazing presentation and the the, um, graphics that I had were so cool. I had someone help me with some of my graphics and they just turned out amazing. And so either way it was successful but I was definitely nervous and was very thankful to get it over with oh I'm sure you did amazing (laughs) thank you (laughs) um what has been your favorite thing that you've done so far in your nursing career since you've done so many different things that's a hard question you know I've had uh, great takeaways from every single thing and I've learned so much from every nursing job that I had, but definitely I love the babies. I'm sure you girls can relate being a NICU nurse. You either love it or it's not for you. And just, you know, being a NICU nurse, I love the babies so much. And so doing NICU nursing and travel nursing as a NICU nurse has probably been my favorite. And then of course, flight nursing was very cool too. I can say that I did that and had a great experience with it as well, but there's been great takeaways from everything, but definitely I think those two have been my favorite I agree but I know nothing else (laughs) (laughs) and that's good and most of the time as NICU nurses we don't because we're like ooh, we don't we don't do big people we only do little people so yeah Yeah. it's been I'm working with big people right now that's been a transition but are you um I'm working in a surgery center and it's only eye surgeries so um, we're doing cataracts and it's, so it's typically people that are, um, 
older. Um, a lot of our patients, seventies, eighties, some in their nineties, and they're just. But they, I'm finding that they're just so sweet. Like I really like am enjoying working with them. But I'm back in the in the OR, so I don't talk to them too much. But so it's, it's a good um good balance there because we're not used to our patients talking to us. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of nice though to have that interaction sometimes because I think as NICU nurses we really do not get to experience that and and miss out on that and so mm-hmm. I always like sometimes taking care of the older kids because they had a personality and could chat with you and and that's and they're so grateful especially I'm sure the older people yeah. are just very thankful for you and your help. Yeah, they have, they're just like the sweetest people ever. So it's been a really, really good experience and eye-opening too, because I always said that I could never do anything else. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine myself doing something else. And and there you are. Here I am. <laughs> here I am. I also think like once a NICU nurse though, always a NICU nurse. Like, 100%. Like you just said, like, I like that it it's always something you can go back to. Like it, I feel like it's like riding a bike. You know, like you don't forget how to care for these little babies and like the no. nursing care. And it's cool that you like have bounced around them and like you're like, okay, I'll go try this and now I can take a contract and like, you know. Yeah. It's always, I, it's always going to be there. So it is. And it's, I'm excited to like continue to have this experience doing pre op and post op and OR and um, hopefully be able to, maybe I could, if I felt like taking contract in that, I could, like, you could just do what, like, you don't yeah. have to do the same thing. It's so <laughs> nice. Well, and that's a great thing about nursing is if you get tired of one thing, there's, like you said, there's so many other things that you can do because we all know that like burnout is on the rise. So changing mm-hmm. it up could definitely help with that. Absolutely. It's so exactly why I did it too. So it's helped <laughs> tremendously. I love that. Um, what, so we talked about what your favorite part of your nursing career has been, but what do you think has been the hardest part of your nursing journey? I think, um, you know, the hardest part has really been having the perspective that I do have since I have been a nurse, as long as I have, I've seen it be very different when I first started and then it kind of gradually changed. And I hate to say it, but almost for the worst. And I'm a very like super positive person. So I hate to even bring that up, but it's a reality. And I've watched it happen and just, you know, how um, things used to be a little bit easier. It wasn't so hard. You know, you were the nurse, but now you're not only the nurse, you are everything. You're the housekeeper, you're the social worker, you're the secretary, you're not just the nurse and I, you know, the pandemic really changed everything for a lot of nurses. And thankfully as NICU nurses, we did not feel that as much as I'm sure the adult world did, but we all did feel it. And it's been so hard and just watching nurses struggle and not want to be nurses anymore. And seeing that burnout, that has definitely been the hardest thing. And I try to encourage them and just be like, Hey, you know, travel nursing can help with that burnout. It doesn't really change the fact that nursing is still hard. It's hard no matter what we're doing, but at least it kind of gives you a a different perspective and you have something new to look forward to that does renew you a little bit and gives Mm -hmm. you more time off and you get to explore with a purpose and that sort of thing. And so that can help with burnout, but that's definitely been hard to see people just wanting to not even be nurses anymore. That really saddens me and is, is truly heartbreaking. It really is. And it's like happening in such astonishing numbers as well. And I mean, 
and I don't blame people for these last several years have been really hard and we've been shown, you know, what we mean to the hospitals, which is about nothing. We're replaceable and they can feel, yeah, we're just a body to them and that doesn't feel good, you know, and we're not compensated the way that we should be. And, um, yeah, just not feeling valued and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, it is sad. It's been eye-opening, like you said, after COVID especially. Um, But I think it's like truths that um, we deserve to know. And I guess um, even though it's it's a hard truth, like I think it's important. And like you said, that's where travel nursing can come in. And for me, it's been the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, I'm so grateful for it every single day. And, you know, there's so many different ways that you can be a travel nurse, as we all know you know, Mm -hmm. locally, or you can move across the country, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and compensation obviously is better with travel nursing, which is like definitely makes our jobs easier when you're, you feel like you're getting paid appropriately, I would say. And like you said, the flexibility, you can take more time off to like, like rest your body and, and take care of yourself to prevent that burnout. So I agree. Perfectly said for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You really do need that time, which is where I'm struggling right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I look like this right now. I'm over here looking homeless. Adorable. I'm so glad y'all can't see me. You guys can see me, but nobody else. So that's good. <laughs> no, you're so cute. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but like I'm currently on a travel assignment and I'm just like, I'm just going to keep extending till the end of April and then take time off until who knows? Who knows when? Yeah. I'm just like, who- yes. I love that. (laughs) And then maybe go on a vacation and then decide what you want to do next. Yep. I'm really looking forward to doing the same, hopefully in April, doing, going on a vacation somewhere before I start the next thing too. Where do you want to go? You know, I would really love to go to Thailand or Bali. They've both just been on my list and I just, for some reason, all of the things are popping up on my Instagram all of a sudden, Thailand and Bali and all the beaches and those, those amazing like resorts that they have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, something's telling me this is where I need to go. And it's super cheap when you get over there. And so, um, I don't know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I've never been and we'll see. I'm really hoping to buy a house in Montana. So we'll see that may be my priority and I may not be able to go on a huge vacation like that, but I am definitely going on a vacation of some sort when this is done in April. Yes. And you deserve it. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Montana too. I'm going in January to ski. Nice. Where are you going? Big sky. Big sky. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. It's so beautiful. You're going to love it. You'll have to come back and visit. Hopefully I'll be back there this summer and maybe you girls can come and I'll take you hiking and it's amazing. I've always wanted to go. It's on my bucket list as well. Like you'll never want to leave. (laughs) Looks (laughs) incredible. Um, So that sounds amazing. And they use travelers a lot. So if good thing is if you do love it, you may be able to go back there as a travel nurse one day and, and specifically in the NICU, they have a lot of needs. So yeah. Good to know. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Glacier a couple, a couple summers ago and it was just like one of my favorite places that I've ever been. It's, it's just stunning. 
It's, oh, it's amazing. Oh, it was it, like literally it. in my backyard. I could be in Glacier within about 30 minutes. And so oh it was so nice. Every off day I was there. And this year I finally got a bike because I figured out, you know, the, the going to the Sun Road there doesn't open until the end of July because mm-hmm. of all of the snowfall. But um, you can make it up a pretty good ways on your bike. And literally you have the entire park to yourself and you have all of those views and on your bicycle. So the, I did that every, uh, every chance I could get. And it was amazing because there were no crowds and no people, although you couldn't really hike. I mean, obviously yet, but just the views and, and that sort of thing was amazing. And so I had a great time and mm-hmm. just every chance I get was out in the park hiking and doing things and stuff as well. And it definitely has my heart seriously oh my god that's uh like my jaw my mouth has been open this whole time like my jaw's just like (laughs) dropped um just thinking about that yeah oh oh my that's a dream it's an actual dream it is a dream it's like in the pictures don't even do it justice like you're looking at it and you're like is this real life or is this a figment of my imagination and no matter how many times I saw it and saw it, I got to see it in every season. So it always looked different, but I just couldn't believe it was real life. It's just that beautiful. Oh, okay. It really I'm sold. Is. I have yeah. to go. Sold, and that drive is just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. We did the going to the sun road and it's just like, it's kind of a sketchy road, but it's just a winding path and all around you is just like waterfalls. Like it, it's almost like you're in like Avatar or something. That's what like it that. feels like. And it's yeah. so like vividly green and mm-hmm. has that true like vivid color. You're like, it, it looks like Avatar. That's how I explain it. Yeah, Try coming down that. that road on a bicycle going about 30 miles an hour and you're just like winding and, you know, going down the going to the Sun oh Road. Gosh. And if anything were to come out in front of you, you would wreck. But it's so oh, cool. Yeah. It's exhilarating for sure. All the oh goats, all the bears. <laughs> yes, and I've totally had a bears run out in front of me on my bike and stuff, so I've had to really be careful with that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and living crazy. in Texas, it's like, what, bears? Grizzly bears <laughs> specifically? Yeah, so. Holy moly. Had to learn how to be safe in bear country. <laughs> what month would you recommend going? You know, I think – July is great, but sometimes if we're having a bad wildfire season, the whole month can just be wiped out, but you never know. Personally, I recommend like early spring after Labor Day, like maybe right after Labor Day, because that's when everybody goes back to school. Y'all don't tell anybody. Shh, keep this a secret. Do you mean Memorial Day? Is it Memorial Day? No, in what's in September? Mm -hmm. Is Memorial Day in September? No, Memorial Day is in May. So Labor Day in September, right? Okay. I think. Yes. I don't know. Yes. So, I believe. We're like, let's look at a calendar. None of oh, us know. Got it. No, I thought you said go in <laughs> early spring. Oh, no. Go early fall. If okay. You can. Got it. Okay. It, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I was just like, wait, March or no, March or no. September? <laughs> it's like completely snow covered. Anytime. Anytime you want to go actually is just fine. You won't regret it. But the early best fall. the best time to go, would, in my opinion, would be early fall after Labor Day when all the kids are back in school. Everyone's kind of quit traveling as much and you just have the local people and it's still beautiful. You can still access most of the hikes and most of the park at that point until 
I guess probably the second or third week in October, and that's when things start shutting down and this, it starts snowing, and of course, at the higher elevations. But it's really nice to be in there when there's not as many people. If you also do the harder hikes, which they're amazing, but they are longer, you won't have as many crowds because most of the tourists like to do the easy ones. They're not all about doing those 10 and 12 mile hikes. So the further you get out, like the less people. And so you've got to be willing to like work a little harder, but I promise the reward is is better if you're willing to do some of the harder hikes and get away from the people that aren't willing to do that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, those, um, okay. those like glacier lakes and the, the blue blue colors and oh my gosh it's yeah that's so, all they want so give me the longest hikes I don't care yeah, yeah it, you it's beautiful the whole way so you don't regret it and don't even feel like it's that long because you're just at every you know every turn you're just like wow this is amazing and you never know what you're gonna see I'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah oh my God. yeah cool oh, I know we oops. went it was June and it was still like some of the hikes were still snow covered then which is crazy, but yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty in the snow though. If you, some oh, of the ones at lower elevation, you can definitely still get into and mm-hmm. and see. It's pretty. Yeah. Wow. Who knew we were going to talk about glacier for so long? We should have a <laughs> podcast just about Montana and glacier oh, because yes. of- I on- that would be that's a really good idea actually. Like we could just do little like smaller episodes on like really cool locations. Yeah, that would trips be cool. We've taken national parks. Yes, I like but since it. we're I like on the it. topic, I was gonna ask you like, so I know you're into biking and hiking. Like, what other hobbies do you enjoy doing? Like. Other than nursing, I guess. <laughs> Other than nursing, definitely hiking, biking, um, trying to think what else, shopping. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> those are the big things. Anything outdoors when I can, you know, just be out in, in nature there in Texas, that was really hard growing up. I didn't even know that I really liked to hike until I went to Montana and had that kind of weather and those beautiful mountains and stuff to be in. And so I definitely love anything um, outdoor hiking white water rafting traveling all of all of those things I've yet to white water raft I'm doing it this summer and I'm so excited it's very fun you might you might fall off your raft though I did not you just have to hold on for dear life yeah I'm I'm hoping that I don't um it's (laughs) we're planning it like my wedding weekend so any guests that want to come um whitewater rafting can so I re- it's the day before my wedding so I really hope that I don't <laughs> that will be out. so yeah please don't fall out and like break no. something oh my god um it's fine it's gonna be fine but it's, it's fine. gonna be so much fun very fun can't wait to see pictures <laughs> oh yes oh my god <laughs> Those are going to be entertaining for sure. Um, I would love to know more about like how you even got started doing being a travel nurse mentor, like just that whole process and yeah, dive right into it because it's so cool. Well, thank you. You know, I think again, naturally, I'm so thankful because people just naturally kind of confide in me and ask questions and having all the experience that I have, you know, people were like, Hey, can you help me? I know you've done this. I know you've done that. And it just kind of naturally came about. And it was something that I was doing on my own. Just, I love to help other people. I mean, 
and as a travel nurse specifically, I did not have really anybody to help me navigate through that. And so I wish I had had somebody to help me. I had to learn everything the hard way. And so I just want to be that person for other people and other nurses and whether that's travel nursing, flight nursing, NICU nursing, whatever, um, I'm here to help them. But specifically travel nursing has kind of been my niche and I just love helping nurses get that confidence that they need for success. And so I was really just doing it on the side on my own and traveling and having great experiences and sharing that on social media. And it kind of, you know, evolved into actually being a full-time gig, which is amazing. I mean, who who would have ever thought? And so that's kind of how Travel Nurse 101 came about. And it's almost been an entire year since I launched the new brand. November 30th will be a year. And it's just crazy to like see how much it's grown over the last year. And, and building a brand from the ground up has been really, really hard. Like it is when you go to travelnurse101.com and you read there i mean there every bit of that it's every single word is my word. It's my content that is from my heart. And I wrote all of that. And, um, and so it really is very personal to me and it means a lot. And it's been like blood, sweat, and tears. That's what I tell my boss. I'm like, literally blood, sweat, and tears is what I have invested into this. And so I'm so grateful that I've been able to help nurses be successful and hold their hand and give them the education that they need, you know, to be a travel nurse and just tell them what to expect because I didn't have anybody to help me. I don't know about you girls. Did you have any, a mentor or anyone to be like, Hey, this is what you should expect. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to look out for. And no, we did not. Not in that way. No, no. And, and it would be, have been so helpful if I did. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And like you could have saved yourself a little heartache. And so that is, um, that is what it's all about. And I literally do complimentary one-to-one mentor sessions with these nurses and just talk with them about what their goals are and what their plans are and their timeline for traveling and kind of go from there and just, you know, direct them. Okay. Like, Hey, we need, you need to start doing this, this, and this, this, depending on, you know, where they're at in the process and keep them on target where they don't feel so overwhelmed, you know, at the end where, when they're ready to start applying for these jobs and being submitted and all of those things. it's that must be so helpful to like to um, first-time travel nurses because it's different than like talking to a recruiter and asking them for their advice because it's always going to be a little bit biased because they want you to work with them obviously and like you know there's money involved in all these things but and like if you're talking to someone one-on-one it's different than for instance if someone were to listen to our podcast like our we have a couple of episodes about like frequently asked questions for travel nursing and it's very broad and it's all great advice like still listen to those guys but sure <laughs> yeah just like everyone's situation is different so i think that's really cool that you're able to like actually talk to each person individually and give them advice it's awesome yeah. And, you know, I, I love our recruiters. Don't get me wrong. We wouldn't have travel nursing without them, but majority of them are not nurses and they're, and I am a real live travel nurse who's been there and done that. And just has, I have a very unique perspective that I hope is beneficial to others. Absolutely. I, yeah, I can't, oh, I wish we had that. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. it was like, it's so overwhelming to start 
so overwhelming. You have no idea like what it all entails. And yeah, the recruiters, my recruiter, I feel like was pretty helpful, but I still feel like I could have been, had a lot more guidance and like so many different aspects, like where to live, how to even find a place to live. Like what happens? My first contract, they canceled it before we even started. Oh no. Then that's where, and I'm so thankful you didn't give up because so many people probably would have been like, this was too much. Like I'm so overwhelmed. And then my contract got canceled. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, I already quit my job. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's next? Got to find something else. But she was also and helped us. But yeah, like just navigating all of that is. Well, and that's one of the things that I tell, you know, my travelers early on is to have, you know, a good amount of a, a savings built up before starting to travel. So many people are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do travel nursing too you know, make more money, but I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. You need to make sure that you have several months of savings ahead of time. Cause things are going to go wrong. Things are going to be delayed, you know, cost of just moving across the country and kind of the upfront cost and things you need a good savings account or like what happened to you, you got your contract canceled. That was super unexpected, you know, and that could have like may broke your career. It's a make or break moment, you know? Totally. Yeah. And that is a really good point to have like money saved up. Like that is why I don't pretty sure. I didn't know that when I I started, you know? Yeah. I I didn't either. No money in Colorado Springs. I was making like $0 is what it felt like. So um, I definitely didn't have money. You were paying them to work there. Well, (laughs) you were getting paid in scenery. That's what, that's what they say in Montana too, to their staff nurses. We pay you in scenery. Same in Colorado. Yeah. No. That's not enough. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. It was, it was rough. <laughs> I remember yeah. being like very stressed about money all the time. So, yeah. 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 I wish I would have known that, but that's a great mm-hmm. tip. Mm-hmm. What other advice would you give to new travel nurses? Like, if there's anyone listening right now who's like, okay, I've been interested in travel nursing and I haven't like been able to take the plunge yet, like, what advice would you give them? You know, I recommend that you just start where you're at. Just go for it. I know that it's scary. And my only regret when it comes to travel nursing is not starting sooner. And I wish I would have just gone for it and done it and quit waiting. You know, life is so short and I'm all about, I mean, it sounds so like old school, but it's like YOLO, you know, and so (laughs) let's just live it up while we can. And so go now. And, you know, I recommend really also being as flexible as possible, which I know is hard. So many people, I'm totally type A too, so I get it. But being as flexible as you can, and especially in your destinations, because some of the places like I never expected to love so much were my favorite. Mm -hmm. And Montana was one of them. And so it's like, you never know, like go to these little towns because you don't know how much you're going to love them. It may be the greatest experience ever. So try to be flexible. So many people are like, I just want to go here, here, and here, and I need to make this amount of money and this and that. And they're really holding themselves, their selves back. I feel like just try to be flexible, especially with your first couple contracts. And then as you know more about the industry and what's going on and have an, um, a travel nurse assignment behind your belt, you can start to be more, you know, um, specific about what you want as you learn how things really do work as a travel nurse. I agree. I think that's like the best advice you can give. And (laughs) Emily and I can both like speak, speak to that too, because 
my contract got canceled when we were working together in Denver. And I was like, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Panicking. I just took a random contract. I mean, it's not that random, but it was Santa Barbara, which nice. I don't know. There's a lot of Santas in California. <laughs> I didn't really know what it was. And yeah, I loved it. I stayed for six months and, See? and Emily. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took a random <laughs> contract in Hartford, Connecticut and absolutely fell in love with New England and met my fiance there as well. Aww, so see, everything yeah. happens for a reason. What if you didn't go there? You know, yeah. it's like, I, I truly know. believe in that. I love that. I, I've always wanted to go to New England. That's definitely on my bucket list of travel. You got to do um, Burlington, Vermont. So you, yeah, like that hospital there always needs travelers. I've heard I've amazing that. things about it. I want to go there too. But, um, and also Burlington, Vermont is amazing. So I've always wanted to go to Vermont. It looks so pretty. It's stunning. It's freezing in the winter, but um, the summers are <laughs> <Yeah>. lovely. <laughs> Early fall, maybe. Oh my God. Yes. That would be incredible. Like, <sighs> like summer into early fall. Perfect. <laughs> done and done. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. Seriously. How many contracts have you done, Brandy? Oh, goodness. I would have to add them up. I think that I've (laughs) done, I'm like, probably about 12 to 15. A lot of times I will extend, especially if I like it. You know, I think it makes life so much easier. If there's an option, you like the place, you're just kind of getting settled at three months and getting the hang of things and feeling like, hey, like I really... I feel, I'm feeling comfortable here. And then it's time to go to the new place. And so I always try to extend if I can. So I think there's been about 12. And again, there's been some that have been better than others. I've liked for different reasons, you know, for just the area, even if the hospital wasn't the greatest experience, but I've had great takeaways from every single one of them. I've grown professionally, personally, I've met so many amazing people that I, you know, I get to network with all over the United States. And so I'm so thankful for all of it. Even the hard ones that maybe I didn't like as much. There's just, there's definitely been good things that have come from it. And it's 13 weeks. You can do anything for 13 weeks. I promise. Yep. We say almost. That all the time. <laughs> almost. You're like, almost. almost. I will say I, uh, I, I left one contract early cause I, I could not. <laughs> But that was one out of like 12. So Exactly. And yeah. that does happen. And when you're not feeling safe and that sort of thing, it's yeah. it's not worth it. Absolutely. No. Not worth your nursing yeah. license, no. your entire life, your sanity, your health, yeah. physically and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, no. Nothing's <laughs> worth that. <laughs> it's happened to all of us. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I've had for the most part really good experiences too. Um, good. Yeah. I just, I love it. I love it. I know. Uh, I like live vicariously through everyone all the time. And I'm just like, oh, I need to go back to it. <laughs> I've been saying it for a long time. So probably just going to do it. Well, you just have to come visit us when we're on assignment. That could always be an option too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. I need, I need some more vacations in my life. And <laughs> Don't I just like, oh, sorry. Oh, no, say, it's okay. Even just like I'm kind of doing like local travel right now. So I'm working like an hour and 20 minutes from where I am in Pittsburgh in West Virginia. And it's definitely not like I'm not going hiking. I mean, it actually does have hiking, but I'm not doing that. I'm like going to work and coming home. Um, But like just having the flexibility and to be able to like 
take time off between contracts and stuff like that's still like scratching that travel itch for me because of the flexibility and I'm able to be like okay like I'm gonna go to Utah for a week and ski and like I'm able to like do all these cool trips with the money that I'm making and with the time I'm able to take off so I agree local travel (laughs) it works yeah and that's kind of where I'm at too you know it wasn't exactly I don't want to say it's not where I wanted to be. I don't want to say that by any means because I did want to be here with my family, but this was home for me. And so, you know, I've, ex- I've explored Texas and all of the things, but it is good to be back here and there's great takeaways and I'm working so much, especially with both jobs. Literally, I'm doing this mentoring, you know, Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday, and then working on the weekends. I have, I'm working six or seven days a week for the next three months. And so oh that's no God. time to spend money. Like I have no, no. time to, yeah, I'm just like putting my head down and keep keeping like where you know my goals in line I've even like wrote them down on a sticky note and put them on my mirror and I'm like here it is in front of your face like this is your goals this is what you're trying to do you can do this like this wow. is yeah so That's talk amazing. to me in three months though and let me oh, yeah. <laughs> I may have a different perspective oh but gosh. so you're doing this Monday through Friday like what does a typical day look like um yeah, I'm just so fascinated. It's so cool. Well, it, it definitely, it's kind of been, I've had to learn, again, building a, a brand new brand from the ground up, and I'm a bedside nurse, so it's been challenging. You know, before, I just posted on social media on my personal account, and it was beautiful photos of wherever I was traveling, and people liked it, right? I mean, who doesn't love a good travel photo? And so, you know, kind of organically, it just grew. And so when I started Travel Nurse 101, I had to have a business account and start that. And I had to be more strategic about my social media post and the marketing side of things. And as a bedside nurse, I mean, I'm sure you girls can relate, like we don't know anything about that. And um, the marketing side and really like, okay, I just post, like I just posted a pretty picture and it worked. So I've learned so much about social media marketing and what that looks like and having to really like look at these reports and see okay hey this is this worked well this didn't work well this blog post worked well this didn't um so that's been so much of it and just kind of planning out the social media stuff and um I do a lot of events as you guys know as much as I can I would love to be like in person I'm so thankful that those things are kind of starting to come back over the last year. You know, I was able to go to TravCon. I was able to go to several um, student nurse associations and talk to student nurses about travel nursing, as well as I've done a lot of live events with some travel nurse companies and specifically the Gypsy Nurse. They're my buddy. So I have to shout them out. I just love them and what they're doing and what they're about. And so I do a lot of lives with them and also do blog posts and um, stuff for them as well. So there's a lot of blog writing as well and content for my website and, you know, in interacting, engaging with these nurses on social media and you have to, you know, show initiative with that and, and stuff. They don't just always message me, you know, on social. I have to comment and engage with them. They want to be like, you know, see who I am and what I'm about and make sure I'm legit. And so there's a lot of um, social media messaging that's involved as well as I do a lot through Calendly and set up those complimentary one-to-one mentor sessions with these nurses. 
So it's, it's definitely, I'm getting more of a routine in what my day-to-day looks like, but sometimes it's, it's very different. And I hope for 2023 to be able to do more mentoring, but so much this last year has been building my brand and it involves so many things I knew nothing about and so, so much detail and so many things. So that's, that's kind of what it is like, but definitely it varies from day to day. And I talk a lot of, um, you know, with, with recruiters and stuff too, a little bit about what, what it's like from a travel nursing standpoint and also try to educate them as well about what we're seeing in the industry, what we're seeing at the bedside and, and things as well. You got a full plate girl. All the things I know. I'm like, like, what am I, what am I doing? (laughs) It's inspiring though. It really is. Thank you. Well, I, I hope one day, all day, every day, all I'm doing is talking to nurses and educating and mentoring. That's the end goal. And I hope to definitely be there because that's what I'm most passionate about is I'm so happy when I'm actually getting to talk to nurses about what they're doing and how I can help them. But there is so many other things involved with having an actual brand that I never knew about. So seriously, (laughs) there really is. And we're not even, I mean, we like have a very smaller scale of that, much smaller scale, but like, it's a lot. It's our, this is a lot of work. And like, I can't imagine. Oh gosh. Just, yeah. Building, (laughs) building everything that you've built and you've done, like you've, you've done and accomplished so much already and you will absolutely get there. I can just like tell through (laughs) how passionate you are. Like, thank you. And you're making a difference. Like, for so many people, which is, it's just, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I hope so. And I love what you girls are doing too. Like we were talking about, I mean, these podcasts are amazing. I love listening to you guys and we can totally listen when we're getting ready for work, when we're driving to work, when we're working out. And so it's so beneficial and nurses love it and they love to hear, they love to hear it. So we're thankful for what you guys are doing too. you're inspiring as well (laughs) my my dog is barking I'm so sorry I don't not know she hasn't barked all day but she's barked this whole entire podcast (laughs) my dog likes to do that in the middle of podcasts he like he doesn't ever really bark and then he'll just like start howling at someone outside and I'm like what are you doing like I don't understand. Um, they want to make an appearance. Exactly. Yes. He's like, Mom, come out, come out of the room. <laughs> um, but where can everyone find you on the socials? The best way is tra- I'm Trav Nurse One Hundred One on Instagram and Facebook. Travel Nurse 101 was taken. I'm so bummed. So it's Trav Nurse 101. And then my website is travelnurse101.com. Perfect. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm working on, I just joined today. Nurse.com has a new app that I was like, this looks really, really cool. Um, as well as the MedVenture app. I just recently joined them as well and love what MedVenture is doing. So Yay. we need to shout them out as well. And Yay. Welcome to MedVenture. Thank Fellow you. Adventurous. We love them I so love much. It. I know. I was so excited. I like randomly applied to, you know, for what is it called? A um, The MedVenturist, like ambassador. Yeah, the ambassador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, ambassador. And I was so excited that I got it. So 
I know I'm like one of the older ones, but that's okay. I'm still fun. Like, (laughs) absolutely. And like, you have so like such a wealth of knowledge that you can share with everyone. Like, yeah. Well, and I saw you guys at TravCon and you're having so much fun and all the events and I love what they're doing. It's so inspiring. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. So I'm truly grateful to have that opportunity. It's such an amazing community. Seriously. Yeah. I love it. I love them and what they're doing. And I just wish it was around longer. Like when, when we first started traveling, we, we love it so much. That way nurses, I mean, just especially the events and the meetups, I really wish I had had that, you know, you feel so alone and stuff and, you know, in some of these cities by yourself. And so I think it's a great thing for sure. It really is. Yeah. They're doing big things. Yeah. Well, Brandy, awesome. thank you so much for coming on. You're such a great guest. We appreciate oh, you very much. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure, and I love you girls. And I'm here if anybody needs help just talking out whatever your career goals are, specifically travel nursing or flight nursing or whatever. But I'm always mm-hmm. here to, to help in any way. So I appreciate it. And happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to you, too. Thank you. I can't yeah. believe it's like a day away. I know, it's crazy. crazy. I need to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Well, thank you so much, and yeah. talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.